Hi, I'm Chelsea Neumeyer and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hello, hello. I am so excited to bring you another episode in the Unlearning series. And this is actually going to be the last episode of this series. So if you want to go back and binge the whole series, we've covered some really good topics from procrastination to perfectionism, multitasking, and dealing with distractions. Everything is covered in this Unlearning Toxic Productivity series. Today, we're going to be talking about workaholism which is, I think, a really, really important topic that comes up for so many of my clients and me personally. Specifically, we're going to be discussing how to unlearn workaholism and how to strike a healthier balance between work, rest, and self-care. But before we dive in, let's take a moment to acknowledge that overworking ourselves can have some serious consequences on our physical and mental health. According to a study published in the journal called The Lancet, Working long hours can lead to a 29% increase in stroke risk and a 13% increase in coronary heart disease. So physical impact aside, acknowledging that we know that overworking can have a real physical toll on ourselves, we can also see that being a workaholic can lead to chronic stress and it can impact our relationships. And so it's a really important topic for us to dive into today to not only acknowledge what it is and where it comes from, but I'm going to share some tips for how to start working through some of these behaviors. In my work as a time management and productivity coach, it's clear that workaholism is a concern. And this comes from a compulsion or desire to work. It can manifest as working excessive hours or thinking continuously about work. And ironically, most workaholics actually really hate their job. And I think this is especially true for entrepreneurs where we are constantly thinking about how can we can improve our business or we're listening to business podcasts as we're walking down the street or driving to and from picking up family members or dinner, or running errands. And so our brain is constantly in work mode and it can really lead to some serious burnout. We also see workaholism on the rise. A study conducted by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health found that 26% of workers say that they are often or very often burnt out or stressed due to their work. So why do so many of us find ourselves trapped in the cycle of overworking? And it often starts with good intentions, but it can very quickly spiral out of control. One reason is the glorification of busy culture. I've talked about this before. And luckily, I feel like we are moving away from wearing our workaholism like a badge of honor, but many still struggle with breaking their work addiction. And so it's critical to remember that burnout isn't a sign of success. It's a sign that something is out of balance. We talked last week about how multitasking doesn't improve productivity. And similarly, overworking doesn't necessarily lead to increased productivity either. Studies show that working more than 55 hours a week can result in reduced productivity due to fatigue and decreased focus. And this is something that I've had to learn for myself in recent years is that I was going to do better work faster if I stepped away when I was tired or getting stressed out because pushing through 
led to mistakes and led to frustration and didn't actually get that work done all that much faster. Okay, let's take a pause. Now that I've shared the doom and gloom of workaholism, how do we break free from this practice and create healthier balance? So today I have four tips to help you improve productivity while also prioritizing rest and self-care. The first tip is to set boundaries. One of the first steps in unlearning workaholism is getting super clear on your boundaries. Establish specific work hours and stick to them. If you work in an office setting, communicate these boundaries with your colleagues and a supervisor to help manage their expectations. One of the most common conversations I have with clients who are still in their nine to five is reminding them that they probably have more control over their time than they're led to believe. An honest conversation with your supervisor can go a long way in creating a work environment that supports your best work. It could be something as simple as, my focus is strongest in the afternoon. Could I please come in at nine instead of eight and stay a little bit later to maximize my work day? You'd be amazed at how much flexibility you may have just by simply asking. If you need help in having this conversation, if you need a script or some recommendations to go to your boss with, reach out to me on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching or send me an email and I will happily chat through this option with you. If you're an entrepreneur, remember that you don't have to have nine to five hours in your business. There is absolutely no rule about what your working hours need to be when you run your own business. So build a schedule and set boundaries that work best for you. Again, if you're not a morning person, you don't need to start working at five o'clock in the morning. And we can be flexible around our family needs, our preferences, our own self-care. If you like the 9 a.m. workout class, go to the 9 a.m. workout class and come back to work and start your day at noon. Again, this is all up to you as an entrepreneur who is running their own business. It's not about working more. It's about working smarter. And a huge piece of that is setting those boundaries around the times that are going to work best for you and so that you have a clear end to when the day and work is over. Tip number two is to prioritize the tasks. Prioritization has come up in, I think, every episode of this unlearning series because prioritization is key to boosting productivity. But it's not always easy to identify what the most critical task is and to focus on completing them alone during a designated workday. So if you are struggling with prioritization, first, always refer to your goals. How will each task you need to accomplish today help you reach your goal? Do all of the tasks help you reach a goal? You can utilize time management techniques like a Pomodoro technique or power hours to really maintain focus and incorporate regular breaks throughout your day. So again, when we're talking about prioritization, it's about identifying those critical tasks that help you move forward towards your goal, and then building in structure, such as Pomodoro or Power Hours, where you can work in a really focused capacity with scheduled breaks, which is really, really important when we're talking about burnout and workaholism. Tip number three is to plan for rest. And this is really about taking those regular breaks again, right? They're essential for maintaining productivity. And research supports this. It shows that taking short breaks during the workday can improve concentration and creativity. 
So just as you would schedule your work tasks, just as you would block out working on different projects at different times, schedule time for breaks and self-care throughout your whole day. So whether it's that daily meditation or a weekend getaway or simply time with loved ones, allocate time for those activities throughout your quarterly schedule. And it doesn't have to be that fancy. It could also be a walk around your neighborhood, a call with a friend, taking a really long hot shower and doing a full body care routine, right? Whatever is going to work for you to have some self-care in your day is going to be critical, again, in breaking us out of that cycle of work and coming back to ourselves so that we can maintain our focus and that really important self-care. Remember, rest is not a reward. It does not need to be earned. It is a necessity. And I, for one, always find that I am most inspired and able to problem solve better when I step away from my computer. And tip number four, seek support. If you are a workaholic, it is a work addiction. And we know it can be super challenging to unlearn these behaviors and to break that addiction. So in addition to all of the other tips that I've shared in this episode and throughout this Unlearning Toxic Productivity series, it's often really helpful to seek real support, talk to a trusted friend, a family member, a coach like myself, or a therapist about your struggles and where that work compulsion is coming from. So hopefully they can provide guidance, accountability, and encouragement as you work towards a healthier work-life balance. Because again, workaholism is going to impact your relationships. So making sure that you're hearing the concerns of your family members who probably miss you and want to spend more time with you. And that removing that pressure of our on ourselves to be constantly performing or constantly working can be so, so important. The path to unlearning workaholism and finding balance is a journey. And it's about making super intentional choices and prioritizing your well-being over that constant pursuit of productivity. So again, setting boundaries and focus on the most important tasks rather than just trying to do everything, planning for rest and seeking support are just the start to unlearning some of these behaviors and working through these challenges. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope that you found these tips super helpful in your quest to unlearn workaholism and achieve a healthier balance in your life. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, or sharing it with a friend who may benefit from having some of these insights or someone that you see struggling with any of these toxic productivity challenges that I shared in this series. If you are listening to this episode live in September, there is still time to share your review of the podcast with me to be entered to win an inbox audit, which is again, my all-time favorite offer to share with clients. We spend 90 minutes going through your inbox. I teach you all the tips and tricks that you need to reach inbox zero every single day. And just spend less time in your inbox in general. And so this is a great prize to be a part of and to be to win, have the opportunity to win. So if you write your review, take a screenshot of it and tag me on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching to be entered to win. Check out the show notes for more information on that. And I'll just sign off by saying, remember, you deserve a life that is both fulfilling and sustainable. So go ahead 
prioritize your rest and self-care because it's not about working harder. It's about working smarter and living better. Now I'm off to take my dog for a nice long walk and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.